Hi everyone, it's Kathy Ostapchuk and I'm welcoming you to season three of the Her Influence podcast. We're so excited that we launched last week with our episode, first episode for this season, and we came to you almost live from one conferences in Edmonton because it was such a unique opportunity to have you have a little listen in to some of the things that were going on at one conference. There were many speakers there from across Canada and beyond, and it's deemed the largest gathering of the church in Canada and we had the privilege of having one day there to host a master class. We called that master class She Is Called and we were so privileged to have our very own gather faculty present different messages throughout the day to inspire women to rise to their calling. So I spoke first on being called to imagination and what that looks like and this conversation is happening to sort of tie in that episode and the episodes that will be coming later in season three under this title called. And so what are we called to in 2020? That's sort of our question. And you may be wondering what you're called to. And we've also been answering that question at Gather. And I'm so excited that today I get to have a real live authentic conversation with my co-host Vanessa Hoyes, who was at one conference and who also is very much involved in everything that we will be called to in 2020 in, in the nation and particularly with Gather Women. Welcome to the Her Influence Podcast, calling women to rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts. The Her Influence Podcast is created on behalf of Gather Women by Women in Canada for women everywhere to rise in their leadership influence wherever they are planted. We are grateful for our sponsor partnership for Season 3. Horizon College and Seminary, a center of learning dedicated to prepare leaders for Christian life and ministry, located in Saskatoon. Horizon is launching two amazing initiatives in fall of 2020, a Master of Arts in Ministry Leadership, a program that equips both seasoned and aspiring leaders by combining theological studies, leadership training, and hands-on learning. And in partnership with Sisterhood YXE and Lead Women, a women's cohort designed to provide women with a graduate education in ministry leadership that empowers them to bring transformational change to their churches, communities, and world with full or part-time and geographical flexibility. Find out more at horizon.edu. And now, here are your hosts, Kathy Ostapchuk, Vanessa Hoyes, and Caitlin Say. So Vanessa, welcome. Hi. Hi. And my first question to you is what's going on in 2020? What do you sense is going to be new about this year, this decade in the church with the women? We'd just love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, it, it is new, isn't it? It's new. And uh, it, I think a turning of a decade, a new year in general is always an offer for something clean and a clean slate but the decade does feel significant and so where we were together in um below I don't know what crazy weather it was in Edmonton (laughs) um in January um it felt really excuse me significant to be together in at the beginning of the year I'm just going to rewind for a moment and say 
I'm an Aussie that's been here in um, Canada for five years and I still find after 40 years of a rhythm of the beginning of a new year being over summer and over a pause, a much longer pause because December, January is our summer, I still find myself adjusting to what January means in um, this nation because we just get this short little window to kind of turn the year around and it's Christmas and it's just a quick break in the school rhythm. So it was really significant for me to be with you, Kathy, and with the girls of Gather and with the Canadian Christian Church across um, the nation because it actually helped me usher in the new year and the new decade in a whole different way, actually. So I was really grateful for the opportunity. And I took the chance to uh, really let um, God speak to me about uh, what was happening in the women of our nation by being there. It was intentional for me to position myself as it is in Gather to just stay connected to what God is doing across the nation And the sense I had was what um, a sense of this has to happen quickly, what God is doing, a quickening. It, It does feel like a quickening. I think life is moving at such a fast pace that although there's many areas where we need to slow down, I don't believe we need to slow down with the mandate upon our womanhood to quicken kingdom come. And so for me, it was a real sense that what might have taken 20 years to happen in the past doesn't have to take 20 years, doesn't even have to take 10. And I wonder if things we're speaking over a decade might actually happen in a year. Wow, that's a hyperbolic rate of change too. Things are happening faster and faster. And we that have lived, you know, a number of years can sort of see that speeding up of everything. And so I really appreciate that you've shared that today. I'm going to think about that a little bit. This awakening, this um, this rate of change, rate of speed, that things have to happen a little bit quicker. And so what we do matters and what we commit to do matters. And I'm telling you, we must be committed to show up in Edmonton in January. (laughs) We are called and we are committed. And we are there for one reason really is to make the name of Jesus great and to make the church great and to make the nation great for his glory. And so it's what we're all about. And it was important to be there together. So over the next few episodes, as you listen in to this podcast, you'll be hearing some more messages from that day. And we're so happy to have you with us. Since you couldn't be with us in the room, some of you, we're so happy to have you be able to track with us. And we'll also be interspersing those messages with these conversations because there are real things happening live and on the ground as a result of us being together, as a result of what we sense God is moving us toward. And so speaking of quick change, speaking of doing all of the things really quickly, what have we been up to at Gather since January? Do you want to talk about some of those things, Vanessa? We are laughing. If you saw us right now, we'd be (laughs) laughing because we're going, okay, it's only February. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. 
Well, I I love it. I again, I I've had the honor and privilege of being in certain rooms early on in Gather. You invited me into spaces and rooms, and um, I've just come alongside you. And so, being together in January was amazing because we actually took some time towards the end of last year to promote a new internship program for 2020. We had a phenomenal girl pilot with us, Caitlin. She piloted the program with us over um, the fall. And then we just said, let's do it. 2020, it needs to happen. And so we took some time over Christmas. And although maybe not naturally the perfect time to launch anything, again, I'm learning the rhythms of this nation. Uh, You know, we can often kickstart our year in fall, but we we just sensed the urgency of getting interns into our world um, early on in the year. So we opened it up and we said to the interns, we would love if you could make it as a new intern, a newly approved intern to Edmonton. And so we gathered with so many of those girls and I'm telling you, meeting them face to face, being in proximity and actually having to carry a masterclass conference together did something in all of us that I think could have taken months and months and won't have to because there's great chemistry now. But so we gathered the interns at um, our Edmonton conference, our one conference, and they all hit the ground running with us. Yeah, it's pretty significant because to create community takes time to get to know each other, you know, developing trust, having those conversations, but one conference, and I just, just a shout out to the organizers of one conference, which is power to change in Canada and the entire team. It was actually so spectacular to allow us that privilege of being together and have our interns there. And just to see the, the fabric, the inner workings, the leaders that are actually, uh, moving and shaping the direction of the church in Canada. There's so many of us that really are invested in how this is all going to go and who does responsibility belong to? Well, it belongs to all of us. And so we got to be part of that. Having the interns there was great. And so when we got back, it was time to (laughs) get to know who they were, have conversations. We've had so many virtual meetings and also welcome a new board to the gather, uh, world which has been just truly amazing and develop an organizational structure and projects along those organizational lines and really start seeing where the giftedness lies and now we will be putting people into strategic places of service with gather which is huge what has been the biggest surprise to you uh Honestly, coming to being in Edmonton and then coming to um, the strategic planning day that you hosted with the board for Gather, I think I shouldn't be surprised, but with where I sense God is taking this nation and his church and Gather's place in that, I felt that this um, momentum is on the teams that are now around the vision of Gather. And so from the moment I walked into that room with the new board and the um, strategic planning that was happening and then seeing that God has placed interns so uniquely and specifically according to that strategy, it's what surprises me and I shouldn't be is 
it's like God loves his church and God loves people. I always say, I always say it's about us and not about us. It's about you. It's not about you. And so it's, it's like God loves his church. God loves um, what his women. And then where the strategy was going, he already had in place some people to come alongside that strategy. So which came first? Did the, did the women's hands who went up for interning, um, did that trigger God's heart for where to take the strategy that we were hearing, discerning the spirit moving us towards, or was it that that's where his heart was and then he brought the people? Who knows? But that's what always continues to astound me, not really surprise me, but wow me, is God's faithfulness to both vision and people. And really, again, it's the kingdom come. Yeah, I love that. His faithfulness to both vision and people, right? And you can't truly move a vision forward. You can be a a one woman show in certain circumstances. God certainly did that historically um, to build his kingdom, but shared vision is so much better when you create it together. And women naturally love that scenario as well, right? We love to create it. The, The web of information is like a web. It goes back and forth. It's Fourth, it's not necessarily hierarchical. So to bring mm-hmm. the interns in at such a strategic time where they're actually creating what we will be moving forward. The biggest surprise to me is that, you know, as a leader, we both we learn to both be advocates and also t- to ask the best questions, but we come as advocates advocating sort of a point of view. This is how I think it should be. And I've held it for so long that I I have lots of strong views on this is how I think gather should be. But you also come asking, well, what do you think? What do you see? What are you sensing? And my biggest surprise is that the interns have come full of ideas just that have been seated in them that when I say, what do you think? They've already got answers to that. And it's like, really? And it's brilliant to hear the, the investment and the collaboration already start to form where we're, we're truly working together. And I love that structure. I love what's unfolding. So and, the question, uh, oh, go ahead. I'll jump in there as well and say, being on the ground in Edmonton in those masterclasses with you and then uh, some of the breakout session that we did together that we'll hear on this season as well. Um, women all over the world listening to it, you're going to love it. But I was blown away by the impact on the ground Gather has had in the last five years in the lives of women, just girls and women just saying, um, I feel known and heard and finding my place in this nation and it's kind of started from you know being around or on email or around social media or at a at a conference or you know at one of our gatherings that we've had that um both humbled me and excited me for the reach of gather and where it's going absolutely and so the question why interns for everything that we do you know, you as you lead Resurgent Church, uh, you as you lead women through coaching and just developing people, which has been part of your sweet spot for so many years. And then me as a leader who wants to develop and raise as well, there's nothing that really we do without an underlying principle or an underlying value or some sort of underlying call that has shaped us. And so this question of why interns, did we just decide, oh, it'd be great to get some interns. It really comes out 
of our gather values um, abundance. We have more than we think we have and more than we can ask or imagine. So when we start to open that up and we see even in the entrance coming forward, the abundance of gifting, the abundance of what's possible. Another value that we have is that we are to be genuine, not cloaked in fear and self-preservation. So our open window has to be quite wide. We have to be vulnerable with each other. We value harmony with diversity. So interns from different ages and stages, interns from all across the country has been such a gift to us. And we are to be bold and not you know, given to politeness or I'm just this or I can't or I shouldn't, but yes, I should, I can and I will. And then this last value, I think particularly applies to the interns is value that Gather has of being invitational. And Vanessa, you just said it a few minutes ago, seen, heard and loved and seen, heard and valued. I think of how few opportunities we have to be seen, heard, and then invited into something that calls out the best of what we were created to be. And so being invitational means that we are inviting the interns, we're inviting actually all women into a space where we want them to be seen, we want to listen to them, we want them to be heard, but we want them to be valued. And what kind of a leader or what what leadership principles have to sort of be in place to create that kind of a community, do you think? I think clarified leadership is really important. I noticed that as we gathered these women to the internship program and they were like, I could do this, I could serve here, I could, there were, there was a willingness and there was exactly, there was already an advocating and an asking wherever, whatever, which I love that spirit um, of the willingness of whatever it takes. I think in leadership, we never want to lose the spirit of servanthood as a leader ever. And so there was that, then there was some real, um, I have this to offer, um, which was amazing. But I'll tell you, it was the moment you got online with them and cast vision and clarified these values that it was like everyone's grace zone was um, elevated to the place of, okay, now I get it. Now I'm going to be even bolder with what I believe I have to offer this vision. So I would say leadership for all of us that is clarified, uh, it calls out the best in everyone, do you know, and clarified um, vision, clarified values, what you just said then, where we're going. For anyone listening to this podcast that's influencing in any way, I think when you're clear about your vision and values, it just attracts um, greatness and the grace on other people's lives so and I think we have to be clearer than ever in this decade in our leadership and um, our place and our purpose and why and um, and at the same time we don't have to fight to be so unique necessarily because as long as we're clear and people might be doing similar things there's always pieces that are different for all of us um, so I'd say clarity is a really important leadership trait. I would say courage 
is really, really crucial to do anything that costs for sure. I love those words. They're both starting with C, so it's really (laughs) (laughs) It's true. But yeah, clarity, because I think we have found that even in coaching, women are asking questions that really are around seeking clarity. Who am I? What was I created to do? Who am I? Where do I belong? And those questions need to be clarified. And once they're clarified, then it's so much easier to move forward. And we're doing that with them. We're doing that with Gather all the time. I, I think what I found is that my own vulnerability has been so important that I can be open, that I can be sincere, that as a leader, I don't need to separate myself so much from those that I am leading, but I can be one of them. I just think of the Jesus model of he pitched his tent among them, really. He he invited disciples to follow him, but once they followed, they became a circle. They became a community. They became the 12, sort of. And it was a community. It was a beautiful group. And he never withheld anything. He never had secrets he kept to himself. It's just like what, what the father tells me is what I'm telling you. You have full knowledge of, of the plan. And then believing in everyone. I think we are in a culture where we're so negative and don't give people the benefit of the doubt that they're in a change process and God has called them to something and believing in them ferociously, fighting for them, standing in the gap for them and knowing, you know, what they think and, and feel is so just as valuable as what you think and feel. And then coming to the table with a history of integrity. I say a lot that you can't do for others what you have not allowed God to do for you. And I've seen leaders that are leading but still have so much unfinished business in their own life or they're saying something and not doing it. And so for me, like the high, highest bar is to say, will I do what I say I will do? Am I who I say I am? Can you see that in my family, in my personal relationships, in my finances, in my, you know, am I walking the talk? And I think sometimes we lose sight of that. We think that we can keep that tucked away. And then I think the last thing for me that's been so important is just to always, yes, cast vision, but always give hope. Always give hope. Always give hope. And never shut down the possibility of light or change or movement or that you will finish strong. And I... I think that um, connecting and reaching out and building together needs clarity, but it also needs to leave so much room for the other, the other stuff that you don't know is hiding in a person's life. The other stuff you don't know is hiding in the landscape, the landscape of Canada. We have no idea, you know, what's going on out there. So it's kind of both like relationship task and then the other stuff. All of the other stuff. Well, we we often talk in our leadership um, circles about discipleship and this word discipleship and growth, right? So in general, just growth, Christ likeness, following the way of Jesus. And I tell people often that uh, I don't know if discipleship happens when we sit, turn our chairs in circles. Well, it certainly doesn't happen when we face a stage, right, and just all sit and listen. But I don't know if it just happens turning in circles. I genuinely believe 
true growth and discipleship happens on mission, like when we're walking on mission. So Jesus would take his disciples, as you were just saying, and he and he had a mission he was sending on, but he knew them uniquely. So he spoke so differently to John than he did to Peter, than he did to Judas. Like he 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 discipled them according to their design. And he only really knew their design as he saw their responses on mission with him, right? So that's how I feel we're going. That's what we get to do together as women is by just being on mission, we are, um, and then if you're leading someone or like coming alongside, like you're talking about, you are discipling them according to their God design. And that's the gold. That's the stuff that is surprising me right now in people is their gold. Um, you know, it's just what is coming out of them and what they have to offer and their unique gifts and their God design. And um, that's what's rich right now. I'm noticing across the nation as uh, a movement like Gather gets to just draw that out of people and then connect it to everyone's local place of planting and influence. And that's a great privilege too. Right. I wonder if we're just having a little sneak peek at this small community that includes the interns into what really the design is from God's heart for the nation is we call all women into this circle and we use circles as a word intentionally, but the, the magic of connection can't be understated. You know, Jesus knew that like, come follow me, let's be in community. It's through that connection that they're mobilized into mission. It's interesting. I was just reading about um, airlines in Canada and how hard it is to sustain an airline in Canada and make it work because we are so large and spread out and we have a, such a small demographic. So building a national movement, <laughs> the magic in that is that it's extremely difficult because what really pushes against us just as a, uh, a national context is, is the distance between us, lots of distance. Right. And so we're more isolated. So by bringing us together, by, by allowing us to connect, to create community, and I love your language about seeing the gold, you know, letting the gray zones emerge, uh, we just see that women are mobilized a lot quicker than if we do it outside of community, than when we just speak a message or listen to the message. But when we try and create this community, I love this quote by Brené Brown. She said, I define connection as the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they Mm -hmm. can give and receive without judgment, and when they derive sustenance and strength from the relationship. Gee, we need that. Like when I feel weakest, it's when I feel alone. Like I'm doing this alone. Doesn't anybody see me? Doesn't anybody value me? And we've heard in coaching and one-on-one conversations and as we're developing people and even as we go about our own work that when we're not invited to that place, it's a lot harder to put your hand up and say, I want to be part of what God is doing. And so we can definitely be part of the catalyst community that's, that's going to do that. So pretty excited. Yes. Um, 
So our strategic focuses have been women who influence, thus the podcast. So we are always trying to offer some leadership or principles of living that remind each woman that they do have influence and they do have an opportunity to shape their environment. We're also really keen on the next generations and also women seeking to belong. So women that are just floating out there somewhere thinking, gee, I really would love to be in a local church and I haven't really bonded. I'd really love to have a friend, a community, uh, a steady, uh, somebody who gets me, somebody uh, who helps me understand that we're better together, somebody that draws me closer to Jesus or women that don't know him at all. And then what's really exciting for me is that this year, particularly, we've made a huge commitment to the 20 and 30-year-olds. So it's a combination of that Gen Y and Gen X age. They're sort of, you know, 20s to 30s, you know, late 30s, early 20s. What do you think that's going to look like? How is that going to shape what we do? Well, they're some of my favorite people on the planet. <laughs> they are. Um, that this this they are uh, they are it's not even next gen it's like they are now they are right now they are key stakeholders in um in life community they are doing things differently they have a different way of thinking and a different way of believing believing i would say their mindsets is um is is so unique to right now how they can make a difference not one day when but right now and I would also say the 20 and 30 year olds in my world are resilient but um vulnerable at the same time like like okay to be vulnerable but also I see them as vulnerable because they're exposed to um, such a dynamic movement in life and so they're forming identity fast or not forming it, you know. And so I love this generation. Um, they are influencing already. They are... Um, their voice is important and loud. So for Gather to come alongside and serve them well, um, give them safe place and, um, and an opportunity to use their voice um, in a way that is, continues to teach us something is, is a great honour and privilege. Second and they're everywhere. They're all across our nation. Yeah. I, wow. The now generation. So maybe we shouldn't be saying next generation. We should be saying now generation. Wow. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not afraid to tell us what they think about what they want. Right. And we've been told by some of our younger yeah. interns, they're, they're using their voice because it is safe and because they know we really want to hear and we're asking. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah without their impact, without their influence, without their voice, without their presence, we don't exist for the future. And so just so excited to have what will come out of their voice and their contribution uh, come to life. And so 
just so excited to lean into them. I wish I could fill my house with them, <laughs> which they could yes. be in my space a lot more and inspire me and, and keep me young. And so that leads yes. us sort of to something kind of new and hopefully hip that we're doing. We're launching our first online conference in May, May 22nd and 23rd. And so it's, it's for everyone everywhere. I mean, it will be you know, Canadian voices from coast to coast being able to speak into literally the microphone and online so they can be speaking from anywhere and it can go anywhere. And I was talking to somebody who I really admire the other day who loves leadership and we were just talking about Canada and she was just saying, you know, Kathy, like Canada is like a peace place. It's where so much can spring from because we've been neutral. Nobody's really mad at us. Everybody thinks of Canada quite kindly in this day and age that the things we do here can have quite a reach. So our opportunity to get it right, to take the technology available to us and to do something online, which has a wide reach, but which is something that we're creating here out of where God is leading us this year, particularly to the scripture, Philippians 4, 8. And this just jumped out to me at the beginning of the year because the opening of this verse starts with the words like finally or for the rest or from now on, from now on or in summary. So it's basically the last words. If you're going to do anything in this fast-paced life that's leading so quickly into the future, little time left really to do all of the work that God has for us to do. It's like, finally, what, what should we be about? And you mentioned that for the, for this now generation, they're faced with so many opposing messages coming at them as to what they should be and who they should be and what they should be about. But this verse basically says, finally, okay, from now on, if if you're going to do anything, this is where your mind needs to be set. So whatever things are true, whatever things have honor, whatever things are upright, whatever things are holy, whatever things are beautiful, whatever things are of value, if there's any virtue, if there's any praise, think on these things. And so the first thing obviously is like whatever is true. And so we're taking that word true and we're going to look at this word and go, what is true? What is true? What have we forgot is true? What do we reminded is true? And if it's true now, does it have the longevity to stay true in a hundred years? Will it be true in a hundred years? And what do we need need to know about that? So that's what we're taking um, as sort of our main topic in this online conference. And I cannot wait for the different voices. You'll have to wait to hear who those are to speak into that word. What do you think about that, Vanessa? I'm so excited. I think um, going online to serve our nation in this way is is the perfect um, uh, platform and we're in the perfect season to do that, um, getting to know um, women across this nation through Gather and getting to feel the the pulse of this nation through Gather. Um, we're going to show up in certain cities and towns and we have spent five years doing that. Like you have laboured, Kathy, and poured in and people have invested and poured in so much to those places and women have showed up in those rooms but I think to speak something over our nation, that's how I see this online conference. I see the Canadian 
voices, the Canadian Christian women, their voices um, speaking something, prophesying something, like hovering over the nation online, like, you know, like kind of online, but to all the places of our nation, this could go and beyond, but out from um, where this lands, that word true just makes it resounds so well with me because it will, truth speaks to truth and truth evokes truth. And so I imagine what the words that are going to come out, I imagine the computers and the tech, the TVs and the phones and the, um, the watch parties that are going to happen across our nation, that people are going to sit in those places and truth will call out truth deep unto deep. And so um, I, I believe we're going to prophesy something over this nation through this conference. I love that. I love everything you say, but I love that truth speaks to truth. Yeah. Absolutely. Deep calls to deep. And it's time. And so we're super excited about that. And Vanessa mentioned watch parties. And we're going to be all about that, trying to make those happen across the nation so that you'll be able to host it at your church, host it in your living room with pajamas on, host it wherever you'd like to. But get your girls together and have a listen because it will be words of inspiration, motivation, but truth coming to you. And uh, we do have our gather rise east happening again it will be in at the city church in mississauga november 13th and 14th so anybody that's in the area ontario or the eastern provinces anywhere really from across canada you're invited but we want you to know that's coming and then we're going to have our gather rise west in the spring somewhere in western canada so watch out for that super excited about that We have some new curriculum that's coming, uh, a book club. We're going to be doing a book club with bold women and brave women. (laughs) Super excited about that. And offering some coaching online as well. So I think one thing that you can be encouraged about is that we have deep wells as women in this nation. We have uh, been given gifts to resource each other, to strengthen each other, to bring each other along. And I'm just so happy that now is the time that some of these things can be leashed, unleashed out into the bigger spaces for your benefit and the benefit of anybody that wants to uh, get involved with Gather. Uh, We're here to serve you. We're here to breathe fresh wind into your sails through the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, but that there are more hands on deck now that are going to enable this work to really go forth. Yes. Yes. And I just want to say thank you for your five years of laboring in this way and beyond. It's been in your heart for a lot longer. Thank you for not giving up. Thank you for um, staying the path, Kathy. I genuinely want to say that. Thank you for staying the path. And now more than ever, this is being led with your vision um, where the you're the visionary and now there's just this unbelievable um group of people ready to walk out this strategy right alongside you and the women that are listening to this podcast and the girls that are listening young and the now generation and um those that think they don't have a place i i want to advocate and say you do have a place and gather is one of those places that can be catalytic in your own life as well and so 
Kathy, I know that's your heart and it's just an honour to be right alongside you in this season too. Yeah, well, welcome to right alongside me, whatever that looks like. <laughs> welcome to that place. I've been praying. I've been praying for that, and I think I think that's a good principle for anybody out there too. Like, if you are feeling that sense of isolation, or you know that something has been seated in you, and you don't quite know who to connect with to have that called out, the first thing you start to do is pray. The first thing you do is just pray, and it you may be praying longer than you think you should, but when you're praying with an intentional belief that God will answer that prayer at the right time, he will bring the right person or persons around you, right alongside you. He will not leave you there in the dark, but that dark is a purposeful place because it's shaping you, and it's creating such a stronger, deeper, resilient faith. But since the time is short, like just find your tribe sooner than later. And if yeah. Gather can help you with that, we know that that's, that's key to it all. So just excited about everything that is coming. We wanted to do this for you in the midst of these other messages from one conference because we want you to be part of what Gather is doing. And if you're listening, you're already part of us. And so we want you to share in everything that's been created. And we love the fact that you're listening. And if you know women that would want to listen as well, share it with them, uh, leave a review, talk to us, hello at gatherwomen.com. Find us, you know, direct message us on Instagram and let us just hear your beautiful voices raised up and resonating with us. So we just thank you. Any last words, Vanessa, before we say goodbye? I uh, know that it is 2020 and I just want to say exactly the same thing, that there is a, um, a quickening of what God is doing and I trust it will be a quickening in your uh, soul as well that um, he can complete what he's begun in you and so take courage in that and let us come alongside you in any way we can um, across this nation we love you great words great closing words so we're going to say goodbye thanks everybody for listening and we'll see you on the next episode bye bye thanks for listening in today to my conversation with vanessa what i really came away with was the unique positioning we have in Canada to actually be a, be a peace place for the entire globe. I think what comes out of Canada is uniquely strategically positioned to influence not only everyone across our nation, but beyond. And so what are we going to do with that? What, what are we going to do with that privilege in 2020 and in the decade to follow? And for all of those that are listening, you have a unique opportunity to influence in your space, in your place, in your age, in your stage, in your season. And we just hope that by the words that you're hearing on this podcast, you are inspired to do just that because you are most certainly called. Thanks for listening in. We look forward to chatting with you next week. Thanks for listening to the Her Influence Podcast. Download and share this episode and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Go to gatherwomen.com for show notes, resources, and events in your area. We invite you to join the movement to hear the voices of women represented in equal value and strength in all kingdom conversations, and to see the presence of women in equal value and strength in every area of influence. 
And now, rise in purpose and influence your world with real voices, bold words, and whole hearts.